What's up? Hey. Hey. Yesterday was the first time in 38 years of Cowboys offense that had 300 passing and 200 rushing. Can you just speak to the, the, the difficulty of doing that and, and what it says about where this group is at the moment? Just found out about that. Realized the uh, ramifications, I guess. Um, yeah, our guys did a really excellent job. Really balanced attack, having the ability to throw and pass at the same time. Um, obviously starts up front, handled it really well up front, was able to uh, get the run game going. And uh, obviously the, the explosive passes came off that as the game went on and felt like our guys were in a really good place. The tempo was maybe most aggressive at the very start of the game for you guys. What went into that sort of approach to begin the game? Early in the game, just felt like we had a good opportunity just to mix the tempo. And, and as the game goes, you know, there's times where maybe we'll, we'll crank back into the tempo. At times, we'll slow it back down. And we just kind of play that game. Uh, ultimately, probably used it more in the first half in that particular that first quarter. We had a lot of plays in the first quarter. And then, uh, you know, as those, those games go on, you got to kind of have the flow of the game. Is defense out there a lot? When, when do we want to reapply the, the tempo? And so uh, you're always kind of playing that balancing act, I think, and, and understand the pulse of the game. What was the thinking specifically for that first quarter approach? Why, why push so hard? Uh, we, just, we just felt like we had a really good opportunity. We felt very comfortable with the plays that we were going to run with some tempo and uh, wanted to get after it. Back on the yardage thing, I think it was three straight weeks you'd average 201 rushing. You hit that number exactly yesterday. I mean, what is it about this running game that's made it so effective through this stretch? I think the run game really starts with uh, the players. You know, the offense line, they're coming off the ball. They're being really aggressive. They're, they're playing and very confident. And our runners are really doing a phenomenal job uh, having patience when they need patience to kind of set up blocks. And then at the other, uh, in, in another sense, when it is time to hit it, they hit it. And uh, we always talk about it takes all 11. The receivers are a part of this thing, the tight ends, the quarterback booting. Uh, everyone's putting their piece into it. Been with Zeke since he got here. Is he running more of a physicality than you've ever seen him, or when he first got here? That'd be a tough answer. I, I don't know. Uh, have to study that pretty thoroughly, but uh, I think he's in a really, really good place right now. I could, I could say right now uh, he is awesome. He's playing great football, and, and we're fired up. I don't want to suggest anything about it is easy, but when the run game is clicking like that, I mean, does it make your job as a play caller easier? Running the football is uh, an important aspect of this game. You don't always have to do it all the time. There's times where, hey, you don't have to establish the run or any of those things. But when you do have the ability to run it and you're getting, you know, at one point I think we're averaging about seven yards of carry, uh, it makes football a whole lot easier. And it certainly allows you to play off of that. You know, when you can run the football and then do all the things that you can run, run off of that, uh, I think we're in a really good place with it. You don't coach it. Uh, second, I think it takes tremendous strength to be able to stand in the pocket like that. Uh, obviously, for him to be able to stay up, first of all, but also to be willing to stay in there and find a way to throw the ball away. That's a, those are huge plays when you're able to throw away. Sometimes those are the biggest uh, positive plays that a quarterback can have in a game. And, and most people think of them just silly, irrelevant plays. But avoiding a sack, throwing it away, sometimes those are plus plays and a quarterback's great. And those are one of them. To tempo for a second, how much do you have to really be in sync with Dak to say, all right, let's, let's pick it up here or maybe slow it down? Yeah, I think we're trying to always find our places when, when to apply it, 
you know, you got to have a sense of where our team's at and also where the other team's at. And, you know, there's going to be certain plays in the game plan that we feel like we want to uh, use the tempo to utilize these plays. And there's other times where, based off the game plan, based off a defense look, maybe it's not presenting itself as favorably. And uh, we want to be able to be that versatile that we can play in and out of it uh, throughout the game. I feel Belichick defense has earned the reputation of making an offense play left-handed, take advantage, take away what they do best. I'm lefty. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Always hating on the lefties. Okay. <laughs> but as versatile as you guys have proven to be over the first five games, do you feel as well equipped as you could be for that challenge? This game will be a tremendous challenge. They'll do a tremendous job preparing for us. They'll, they'll make it difficult on us. Uh, we got a big week ahead of us to prepare for this game, and this will be a, a big challenge going on the road to play a team like this. Really well coached, really good players. Uh, they know their system very well. They, they know how to make adjustments within within the game. And so from our standpoint, we're going to be able have, we're gonna need to prepare really well, but also understand that adjustment football may apply to this game, and we're going to have to be ready. Is this among the hardest games to prepare for? Because you hear people say what they show one week, they're not going to do the next week. And think they, they just seem to have a Rolodex of things they can throw out week to week. Yeah, certainly they can They can do a lot of football. They, they, they are very well coached. They're very sound in what they do. They do a great job of game planning against offenses and taking away strengths. And and so uh, as we go through this process through this week, I think we're going to have to do a really good job of honing in our game plan, feeling very confident, and also understanding that adjustments may need to be applied throughout the game, and guys got to be ready, ready to adjust. You ever get caught up in who you're going against? As a, you've been a player, and, yeah. and I mean, now do you look forward to certain matchups like that against coaches who have proven their ability, or are you strictly just looking at the system and you take personality out of it completely? Well, I think you got to know the defensive uh, approach from a, a coach's standpoint. Understand their their history, what what they like to do. Uh, you know, we got everyone's got five games in so far. There's a lot of games in previous years that may apply to this, and so you're always trying to find those different wrinkles and different things that you may be able to look for that may apply to this game. But uh, these guys obviously do it. The, uh, you know, over the course of the, you know this long history of the, the Patriots, they've done it better than anyone else. You talked a little bit about the challenge of preparing for them, but what do you expect most about Belichick's coaching career overall, and what parts of his coaching, I guess, achievements or success do you want to emulate? They put their players in the best position to be successful. And I think as a coach, you're always trying to hopefully put your guys in the best situation, and they do that better than anyone. Uh, they, they recognize what their strengths are, uh, what their weaknesses are, maybe, if there are any. And uh, they plan accordingly, and they put themselves in a really good situation to, to have success on Sundays. And uh, week in and week out, it can be a different flavor. It can be a different uh, scheme, maybe. But they always are prepared, and they always do a really, really good job. Is, is this a challenge for you, a test for you to look forward to matching which with Belichick? This game will be fun. It'll, it'll be another one just like a number of these games we've had with uh, different defense coordinators. Uh, it's always a challenge each and every week to uh, hopefully put ourselves together with a, with a really good game plan, understand adjustments may need to apply to different games, different situations. But uh, you know, I think we're really excited about this one. Nothing more because of the Belichick. So, I, mean, I know it's defense coordinator of the week, but this is. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's the best coach in NFL history. Uh, obviously, we understand that aspect of it. He's been a defensive guy for a, a very long time and a ton of respect for him. And uh, certainly someone that, as a younger coach, you're always learning from these uh, types of coaches who've done it for a long time, have had a ton of success. And you know, you, you learn through this process. The touchdown pass to that deck had to Zeke over on the right. Uh, how long have you guys put that play in? 
and did you expect it to kind of work that well? It just doesn't seem like there's touchdowns that are that wide open in the NFL. The primary target was uh, CD, and uh, they ended up covering CD, and that was kind of the second guy in the in the process. And uh, we always said keep Zeke alive because when you fake a when you fake it to the running back, sometimes they kind of forget about him. And so uh, it happened. He ended up popping, and it was an awesome touchdown. The relationship that you have with Dak now, how much of that was built through your time with him as a fellow player versus your time as one of his coaches? Yeah, obviously a unique circumstance to, to be with the guy. Uh, you know, as a player together in, in the same room, and then obviously transitioning to the coaching aspect. I think uh, in many ways, uh, you know, especially early on, you can relate in many ways because a lot of things we're asking a quarterback to do. Uh, I was fortunate to be in that situation in, in the same room being asked to do it from uh, from Scott or Wade or Jason at the time. And so, uh, you know, hopefully I can relate in that way. And, and obviously we, we built a relationship as uh, co-players initially, and it's obviously developed in the coach-player relationship and uh, have a ton of trust in him, ton of trust, ton of faith. Uh, I think we've, we have seen the game in many ways. Uh, over the course of these number of years together. So we've been able to talk through a lot of things, been in a lot of quarterback rooms. The unique thing I think about a quarterback room is sometimes those impromptu conversations that come up. You're watching a game of an opponent, some situation comes up, a play comes up, and those kind of off-schedule conversations, sometimes those things end up applying in a real game. You say, holy cow, we were, we were talking about that. And lo and behold, it shows up. It may show up in a couple weeks. But uh, we're always talking those situations, talking football. And uh, I think that's what's awesome about what we have in our quarterback room here right now. Cedric had a pass, a carry, and a catch yesterday yeah. in the game. What's it like preparing to, for him in the game? And you have a lot of more still players, but how different is he just generally from the guys you Sed's a really smart player. I think we've said it a number of times. He he knows the whole offense. You know he's got a unique experience being a quarterback in high school, uh, developing the wide receiver traits, being a returner. So he's very comfortable with the ball out in space and running with it. And so he does a lot of really good things for us. And he's one of those guys that he can apply to a lot of different things. And uh, we continue to try and utilize him as much as we can. Get a minus for the um, pass that you said it looked like CD might have had a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, he made up for it with the catch. But uh, yeah, we're we're hoping for the touchdown there so he was, he was helping out his boy Noah I guess so <laughs> you've talked to us a few times over the years just about all the different places you draw inspiration from seeing plays you like can you elaborate a little bit on that process and how much time on task between when you see something you like and when you're ready to call it in the game yeah the time on task kind of varies we're always trying to collect uh as much information as we can. At times, it's not going to apply maybe for that particular week. But uh, looking at college, looking at NFL, uh, trying to find different resources that we feel like can apply. And, and a lot of times you're looking at it, there's a lot of stuff in football. All of us uh, have access to it so much easier probably now than ever. And so uh, I think there's a balance in that. There's really cool stuff that you kind of say, hey, that's a, that's a really awesome play. I'd love to run that. but. You know, we got two practice days. Uh, we only got so many times to rep it, and so you got to pick and choose your battles a little bit there. But we enjoy it. I think our offensive staff, we really embrace it. The idea that, you know, let's be creative, let's be open-minded. Uh, Kyle Valero, Chase Hasley, we kind of have a little fun thing on Monday Mondays where we kind of take a trip around the league, see all the trends that are going on, sometimes dabble in the college world. And so uh, we're always looking for different inspirations and throw them in, throw them in folders, throw them in uh, cut-up folders, and uh, it may apply. Six weeks down the road, it may not apply this year. It may apply next year. Who kn who really knows? But we're always trying to gather information. I'm not trying to get you to give it too much away, but like, 
just from a layman's perspective, like, is it realistic that, you know, you see something awesome in, on Monday Night Football tonight and it's in the game plan this week? I mean, is that even? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, we got Wednesday's practice, Thursday's practice, Friday's a walkthrough, Saturday's one more practice. You'd like to get, you know, at least one full speed rep of something if it's, if it, and then I think there's always a balancing act. Does it feel similar to something and you can apply it to a very similar concept that we've been doing? Is it a very new, broad subject that we need to maybe take some time and get two or three reps at it? But uh, I think our guys really embrace it, which is the fun part. Uh, sometimes players come up with the ideas and we, we want that atmosphere. Lines. You guys have had unscouted looks every single game. Is that something that you actively do each game throughout a season? Or if so, how many new looks can you apply into one game? How do you kind of sift through that? From our perspective, we're given different looks. Yeah. Um. I think we're continuing to try and use as many personnel, create different formations. Again, uh, sound plays that we feel very comfortable with. Obviously, we understand that on the other side of it, the defense has to uh, process those different personnel, process those different plays or formations. And uh, you know, we understand that there's a limited resource throughout the week as, as far as practice and walkthroughs and those different things. And so sometimes those things uh, may seem very simple to us. And hopefully, they apply a little bit more complex to the defense. And so I think there's some value in that. You know, balancing that out. You don't want to turn into someone that you're not. You don't want to spend all week uh, trying to be the trickum team. Uh, you got to have a foundation to you. But uh, at the same time, when you have those opportunities to sprinkle some things in there, they're simple plays in our mind. Uh, maybe a few flavors each and every week, and uh, defense have to spend time on them. What percentage of your work week would you say is devoted to collecting, getting ideas? knowing you may not use them that week, but knowing you'll use them at some point, or maybe you'll spark something else. Is there a percentage you could put on it about how much of it is in your work week? I would say uh, not a whole lot. Uh, Mondays is kind of our day to, uh, you know, it's early in the week. We just got done with uh, our game with the Giants. We review that game, watch it. Uh, we quickly turn our attention to New England, and at the same time, uh, I think it's important to always see the pulse of this league. This, this league is very much a copycat league. If you see something, both on offense and defense, I think, in many ways. And so if something's happening across the league, maybe it's not in your opponents that you've had the last few weeks, but something maybe, for example, going on in the AFC that you know some teams are kind of catching on to a trend. And I think we're always trying to be conscious of uh, making sure we're aware of what's going on. And uh, again, those things may apply this week. They may apply at a later week. But uh, you want to see where the league's at and then quickly be able to turn your page to New England. When Mike came here, obviously, he gave up the play call and let you, uh, allowed you to continue to do that. When he has the success that he's had in that spot in his career and he gives it to you, is that add a pressure to you? And then the second year of you guys together, is there more freedom that he allows you? Does he bounce more things off you? Does he kind of let you go? How, what's that? No, I would say I feel very fortunate to be in the situa situation I am in. Uh, obviously, Mike's had a ton of success in this league as a head coach and a play caller. Uh, he's an awesome resource for me as I go through each and every week to just to talk through conversations. Hey, what do you think about this situation? What do you think if we you know, maybe did X, Y, and Z? And we're able to bounce those ideas off together. And uh, you know, I think as, as this has came into our second year together, I think we're we're so well aligned as far as you know our approach and the system and the routine that we take each and every week that uh, we're in a really really good place and that applies to the whole offensive staff. I think you know anytime you're able to have the 
the same staff for a second year together. Uh, again, this is the first time I've ever been a part of a staff where it's the same staff. And so this offseason was awesome because we could really start right where we left off and take off from there. And so it's been an awesome process. What's Nuss like in the quarterback room and just your guys' relationship? Yeah, Nuss has been awesome. Uh, obviously, he was a part of here for a couple of years before uh, before Mike came here. And so uh, I feel fortunate to have, have a guy like him uh, in the quarterback room. And uh, he does a tremendous job. He does a lot of work behind behind uh, uh, behind the doors, uh, so to speak, with the quarterbacks, just taking taking their prep each and every day, just because sometimes you know I may be doing something here and there. And uh, Nuss does an awesome job, takes those guys through fundamentals, um, takes you know, takes care of those quarterbacks. And at the same time, huge resource for me as I game plan and we go through this process as an offensive staff, uh, being able to, you know, pull nuggets from different places. And he does a really good job. Tell him that you 16 when uh, uh, you got off to a good start and the league didn't really know what to make of, of your team. And everybody said, well, wait till they go to Green Bay. Wait till they play Pittsburgh. Any similarities between these teams? It's a great question, and, and yeah, it's a great process to think about. 16, uh, you know, I think we, we played well early, and there are certain games that obviously you have a great opportunity to go play a, a really quality team on the road. Road games are big to have those opportunities against a well-coached team like this. You're playing, there's going to be maybe some weather elements. Who knows? You're going up to the Northeast, and uh, I think these are awesome, awesome opportunities for us just to take the next step, and uh, we took care of home the home three-game stand that was big for us, and now we get an opportunity to go on the road and uh, it'll be big. How do you think players are responding to the mental conditioning portion on Friday? And did you ever have anything like that when you were a player where it was team mental conditioning as opposed to individual players working on I would say what, what we have going on Fridays with Chad, uh, bowling is phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to kind of praise Chad a little bit. He's probably going to hate me for saying this. But uh, I think Chad's – obviously, Chad's the best in the business. Uh, anyone who, who knows him, he's part of the Yankees and part of our, our group, uh, he, is, he is the best. And uh, I've continued to try and emphasize uh, guys building relationships with him just because uh, uh, something I kind of – you know, you're, you're around – the mental aspect of this game and, and around sports for, for a long time. But it was really when I got hurt in uh, 16 where I finally kind of realized the importance of this aspect of the thing, going through a challenging situation like that where you're hurt and not able to play. Uh, Chad was an awesome resource for me. And he's been an awesome resource all the way through this whole process to today. And uh, he's awesome for our staff, for our players, uh, does a tremendous job of uh, keeping those guys focused, being personal uh, connections for them, but also for our entire team just to keep the, the message consistent. Uh, you know, speaking of being neutral, you know, you've probably heard that term a lot this, this past year with the players. Uh, that's a big focus and big credit to Chad. You think about his messages or about his ability to listen? I think both. Uh, you know, consistent message and, abil and an ability to listen to the players and be able to understand that each guy's a little bit different. I think that's one of those things is, you know, I think I've been fortunate to be around some some great coaches here uh, with Jason, Mike, and so many others. Understand that each player's a little bit different. You got to understand their triggers. How are they wired? How, how do they uh, handle success or failure, mistakes or successes? And uh, so I think, you know, Chad's one of those awesome resources I've been able to, you know, lean on and ask for help. And, you know, how have you applied this situation? How have you uh, handled this uh this thing that may came up, come up in a game and in a practice, and he's been awesome. What was the most helpful thing he told you in 2016 when you were going through the injury? That'd be a great question. 
I would really want to uh, analyze that. I think, uh, you know, he, he did a tremendous job understanding this injury thing as a part of the process. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they say the NFL injury rate is 100%. If you play in the NFL, everyone's going to get hurt at some point. And uh, he did a great job of understanding. I think Dak handled it. Uh, in a similar way where there's not a timeline to injury recoveries. And I think everyone always wants to put a timeline to something. It's two weeks, it's four weeks. So injuries are different for everyone. Everybody's different. And so uh, not putting a timeline, and most importantly, on yourself. Understand that the process is going to take care of itself. You do everything you can. But at the end of the day, when you're ready, you're ready. And uh, sometimes we can all try and say, you know, I'm going to mark a spot. And this is going to be, I'm getting back for this point. Go through the process. Trust the trainers. Trust the recovery process. Uh, Chad's been awesome for guys who've gone through that process and will continue to be. All the resources that athletes across different levels of sports have, do you think mental conditioning is an underrepresented resource based on how you've seen it work here? I completely agree. Uh, Everyone understands the weight room aspect. And that's a huge aspect of this thing. Everyone's kind of at that level. I think the the mental aspect of this game is becoming uh, more and more important. I think some people are recognizing how important it is. Uh, these players go through a lot. There's a lot of pressure on them, whether they want it or not, uh, to handle success, handle failure, handle disappointment, uh, handle the times that go go well uh, outside and in, and internally. And so. Uh, Everyone needs this stuff. Everyone needs to understand that this is a very, very important aspect of this thing. And I think guys are really embracing it. Guys are understanding how important it is, willing to be vulnerable in those type of circumstances, which I think is huge. And so uh, I think we're very fortunate to have Chad and uh, different people within this program to help. Is there a team camaraderie development component to it when you know going through this sort of training? It does require some measure of vulnerability and so for the group do that collectively, does that in turn bring people closer together, do you feel? I definitely think so. Going through this process, guys willing to understand that it's OK to talk about challenges in, in this uh, in this profession. Everyone's going to go through them. But also uh, also talking through handling success, too. Everything's not doesn't have to be a, a uh, deal with failure. You also have to deal with success, too. And our guys understand that you got to reset the deal each week, be neutral. Uh, we've continued to emphasize, uh, as you guys have probably heard through so many players, uh, the unselfish play, especially on offense. We've continued to, that, that's our calling card, that guys understand that everyone's going to get opportunities. It's going to take all 11 to help each other out. Uh, you know, CD doesn't have a ton of touches the last two games he gets a cut handful of today makes it or this past game makes a huge difference and you know Zeke's going to go through that process Tampa doesn't get a ton of carries understands that hey, eventually he's going to get his opportunities but you're going to go block and do a tremendous job in the protection game in this game and and uh, we're going to ask need the receivers to make more plays and so the guys understand the flow of this thing that you know unselfish play keep chipping away at this thing your opportunities are going to come and while your opportunities aren't there go help someone else out and let them make plays Thank you, Kellen. Okay. Thanks. Kellen. Thanks.